So which one of y'all has coronavirus? Uh, that'd be none of us because we're all stuck in our own homes right now. They say every one yeah. out of three people have coronavirus. They just don't know that they're carrying it. I well, think the two and a half of us might have every coronavirus. Every one out of two and a half people. That's that's all of us. <laughs> it's only half of me, though. <laughs> half of you has it, then all of you has it. I don't. Well, I don't think the science supports that, David. Well, with this uh, this being the situation that it is, you're probably sitting at home, so you might as well binge on some dose and a half Cinco's. Welcome to another episode. This is episode number thirty-one. As always, I'm your host, David, and I'm Stuart, and I'm Ben. Um, I think it'd be remiss if we didn't mention a little bit about the yeah, social situation that's happening. Let's just talk right about now. it. Yeah, so I don't. Are you guys aware of the uh, the curfew kind of that's being implemented here in LA? No, I, no, no. Okay, so today's date is three sixteen, uh, March sixteenth. Oh my gosh, I almost bumbled that one. Uh, Mayor Garcetti yesterday on Sunday uh, made an announcement um, that says that pretty much they're closing all bars, all restaurants. Uh, that for sit down and then all theaters in Los Angeles uh, for the next three weeks, at least until the end of the month, uh, just so that way we can kind of uh, slow down the curve, um, so that way the the spread of Corona or coronavirus or COVID nineteen as its uh, medical name doesn't continue to spread. Um, San Francisco is a little bit more vigilant about it, and they have gone as far as having a twenty four hour curfew that is being reenacted at this point and uh pretty much they are locking down everything you are not allowed to leave your residence at least uh only for two reasons grocery shopping and going to the doctor that's it that's wild what a Um, what a time to be alive (laughs) i don't know i uh somebody told me the other day that uh she was asked that oh actually it was uh irene she was asked don't you think it's kind of cool to be living in this kind of time how do you guys feel about that cool to be living in this kind of time yeah to kind of see like a almost like a po- like a almost an apocalyptic type situation that's happened right it's not like I, nuclear fallout or anything like I, that but this is like an epidemic out of like kind of out of a movie well i yeah. I, I mean like i i think you know mad max is cool you know with all their cars and shit and them worshiping <laughs> gasoline and whatnot but i don't want to fucking live in it <laughs> yeah it's cool to imagine the post-apocalyptic scenario when everything's fine but when it's yeah. like on the on the verge of it, then it's like not so cool. Um, yeah, so it, it's actually kind of interesting because now all restaurants it's only available for takeout. So I was I noticed this before the before Sunday night when he meant when he uh, had enacted this. Mayor Garcetti did. We went to Starbucks at around one o'clock, and they had removed all of the chairs and all of the tables in the Starbucks. You could go in and buy and then leave. Yeah, that's happening here too. Actually, yeah. uh, I think my coworker stopped, swung by. Um, actually, it was Chipotle today, and he's told me the same thing. All the tables and stuff were um, removed, and you can only do to go. Uh, so has has this uh, pandemic hit you guys yet? Like, has it really sunk in, or is it still kind of like this? Eh, it's kind of like this, like foreign, like idea. I haven't really been out of the house other than work in the past week. So it, it's st- at this point, it still kind of seems like it's like like it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, although when I was Rough. at the store last week, there it was a little bit busier than usual, but it wasn't like like uh, you know what's a movie where stuff goes like uh, like the the movie of this week. Yeah, the movie of this week. By the way, yeah. since uh, I guess this is the a good time to mention is this is the uh, probably beginning of a several part series of uh coronavirus specials where we aren't going to be able to go see a movie probably yeah well i mean it's kind of tough we all live in los angeles county Uh, i mean except for ben and i or yeah in orange county but still i think it just southern california in general has been hit pretty hard we are a pretty dense uh population so they have shut down all of the movie theaters which i think is going to be really weird like what are we going to do about the uh, subscriptions that you guys have you guys won't be able to use them for the next three weeks um and i'm pretty sure uh this week's box office rundown has been kind of an indicator of just how hard it's been hit 
additionally, uh, entertainment venues like bars and like strip clubs and stuff like that all have been closed. Not the strip clubs. <laughs> I know, I know. And also gyms. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, I just yeah, saw yeah, that yeah. today. The, the, the gym. Just now. Yeah, so I know about that. Yeah. So as as part of uh you know part of precautions I feel like since we have a uh, a media outlet for all ten subscribers or whoever stumbles upon this make sure to do what you can to be able to make sure you're not spreading it or catching it make sure you're washing your hands at least twenty seconds uh, if you cough don't cough in your hand cough in your you know sleeve or on a tissue or if you sneeze same thing uh, try to exercise a uh, social distancing which means that you keep it a, a general distance at least six feet away from most people um yeah so that stuff like that will definitely keep the uh spread down um if you feel like you're susceptible or anything like that you know try to stay home if you have the ability to work from home do so i know me and Stu have been asking to be able to work from home yeah i i just <laughs> i quite literally just got uh, a new laptop everyone at our company basically got new com computers and then uh i got a laptop that you know, it has VPN access, so I can just take it home and work, but I'm pretty sure, like, I'd have to be half dead before they'd be like, why don't you uh, work from home? Hey, uh, Stu, you're looking a little <laughs> sweaty over there. You've been coughing quite a bit, and well, you know, hard, it looks like you're hard of breathing. Well, maybe uh, why don't you, maybe uh, you want to take a half day? Maybe yeah, tomorrow. Maybe you could just come in a little later tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're still going to come in. There's no working from home for you. Yeah, I'm going to need that TPS report. Yeah. The only pe the only people who get to say they're working from home are people who you don't really know what they do, and they just say they're working from home with no deliverable. So It's because it's cause they're people people persons. I guess. They, they I'm a people person. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what uh, if you don't know what that is, then I guess maybe that'll be our next mo our movie that'll be coming up. We'll do uh, Office Space. Um, so Ben, what about you? Have, has, how have you guys been since, uh, didn't they shut down UCI or anything like that yet? Yeah, they did shut down UCI. They, uh, well, just yesterday we got an email saying that we're working from home for three weeks. So, uh, dang. Yeah. I wish I got that email. Yeah. Hey, can you forward that to me? Uh -oh. So that way okay, I can yeah, show sure. my boss. Let me, let me sign <laughs> I don't it really think... quick. I don't think it works like that, David. <laughs> nope. I heard it's transferable, just like uh, get out of just, free jail cards. Just like coronavirus. <laughs> that, oh, that definitely passes very quickly. But, yeah, just like, you know, normal flu precautions. Wash your hands. Don't sneeze on people. Don't lick anything. Uh, sorry, Ben. No more licking doorknobs. For yep. the next I know that's your thing. Uh, okay. As long as I got toilet seats, I'm good. Speaking of toilets, uh, I know that, Stu, you just went to the store last week. Did you guys happen a chance to uh, stock up on toilet paper? Have you guys seen anything like oh, that? I, uh, the store When I went last week, the store was, as everyone uh, probably found out, the uh, store was out of toilet paper, except for like the pathetic <laughs> like one-ply, one 150-sheet rolls that nobody would ever use ever, even if their no, life those... depended on it. Those are also gone. So um, if you've noticed, toilet paper sales have gone down because there's no more toilet paper to be bought. Yeah. But bidet sales are way up. <laughs> Speaking of in, bidets. Got to invest in uh, that bidet's is our, futures. Wow. That is, our, that is our sponsor for this week's episode. It's uh, Udaloo by... Uh, is that, is a, that real? Bidet I'm, manufacturer? I'm just kidding. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one more time. What's Make the sure. company name? Yeah, you <laughs> Make sure when you go to the loo, don't forget to clean you the loo, man. Because it makes it makes you feel so clean. You go yoo-hoo! All right, wow. that's it. Oh, that was. Right. Make sure you trademark that before uh, anyone steals it. You the loo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's kind of like squatty potty, right? Qu I mean quality those guys. For days. They for days. killed it. Yeah, so. Um, any other thoughts, guys? How do you guys feel impacted or anything like that? If not, then, uh, I wanted, kind of I wanted on. to see if you guys had any, uh, encounters with any of the craziness that's going on right now. I went to Target right before we, uh, re recorded this episode to pick up, you know, I don't know, like whatever I could find, I guess they are completely out of every meat. There's no ground beef period. 
Um, there's no dairy. Like, there's nothing in the – there's no milk anywhere. And then I saw the guy bring out, a ba- like, a box of eggs. And I was like, do I really need eggs? But what if I really need them? And so I, I kind of got bit a little bit. And so I went to go get one box. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, people like – I have four people in my family. Like, oh, damn it. I shouldn't have said one per- one per person. And so he had to give them four. And then somebody walked by and was like, oh, you guys have eggs? And he goes, all right, one per like, one per family. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear God. Um, yeah, toilet paper uh, roll, uh, row was completely empty. Um, and there's no cans. No canned anything. Yeah, when, like, I, period. when I was out, um, I did manage. There was one, like one or two packs of like the four pack of like bounty paper towels. I grabbed that. And then the, the canned food was almost depleted i managed to grab a few cans but um but yeah it was uh i don't i don't even want to think of what the store looks like right now yeah it's definitely not getting better that's for sure but i mean people were panic buying that definitely looked like it i i thought you were gonna say i grabbed the last uh four pack of bounty and then oh, no. stiff armed this one <laughs> lady <laughs> to make sure i could get a box of crackers yeah what about you, Ben? Are the are people's butlers and and servants are they are they running out of supplies down there in Orange County? Yeah, oh, no, we have to butlers. use the dual ply. Uh, yeah, it's all out down here. I actually went to the, the grocery store earlier today, and yeah, they had signs everywhere that said, "I think a limit of two of either dairy meat or." Yeah, I think it was just dairy water and per customer. Just two, two of anything. You can only have two of it. <laughs> yeah, Noah Ark rules is hap- is being yeah. enacted. No, two by two. However, yeah, I no, was able yeah, to get no a rib roast for fifty dollars, which was pretty good. Yeah, ben, Ben's got his priorities straight. I do. Holy shit! I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, that's like three or four steaks right there. <laughs> And you ate it Jank- in, in one Jenkins, sitting. can you make sure to go get the roast, please? <laughs> yes, sir, right away. Make sure to throw the ends away. We don't want any of that <laughs> miserable meat to the I, end. I only like the end pieces. The rest you can discard. <laughs> I give it to the dog's dogs. Did you say the dog's dogs? That's right. Because you're, you're so your rich, animals your dogs all, yeah, you're dogs. so rich that they also have pets. Was it Pluto and Goofy or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Ben. You're the one who lives down there. <laughs> yeah, you, you tell, tell us how things are down there in Irvine. Well, I mean, it's not like they. I think they just stop at the dog's dog. I don't think it goes any further than that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, oh, don't worry. We'll figure out a way. The world makes sense if, again. If this get if yeah, I I'm ready to see wait. For this world to get back to normal again this is this is crazy like people like we had people coming into our office like checking to see who called out sick and then somebody in our office happened to call out sick as he said his like son was sick and i'm like are you actually sick or are you actually hung over i'm not <laughs> sure because we got a notice on friday when we before we left was that they said um if you call out sick and you have like you have some like you feel it you just just text us you know, call us ahead of time. Don't come in the office. Don't grab your stuff. Don't do any. Don't come on site, right? But then they're like, "But if you want to come back to work the next day, you need to get a doctor's like doctor's note to clear you that you don't have COVID 19 I was like, "Dude, we don't even have enough tests yeah. to run around. So you're telling me if I want to play hooky, I'm gonna be screwed and stuck at home." Yeah. And I and then I was like, <coughs> "Boss, I'm not feeling so well. It feels kind of warm in here." So you're telling me you won't let me come back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, this is this is a little bit crazy but we'll, we'll try to keep you guys up to date but yeah san francisco first one to go full lockdown los angeles doesn't seem very far behind but um you know i think we are supposed to have the best you know healthcare in the world but we definitely were not prepared for this this is just absolutely crazy so um with that, we'll dive straight into our uh, Street Shark Corner. I don't even know what we're calling the, it now. The, shark Tank. The hardest shark pivot. Tank. Can, yeah, into, can we just... just about okay, uh, the Shark oh. uh, Tank shit. Shark, um, shark, shark, shark Waters. Shark Waters. Yeah, Deep Waters. Nope, that's a movie. No. <laughs> 
shark-infested waters. Sharknado. Sharknado. Yes, oh, I like it. Also, movies. we're gonna get into the shark blender. Shark. The shark attack. The shark. Yeah. So, yeah. So this week's episode was episode number five uh, for season two. We were introduced to, the, I think, probably one of my favorite names outside of Kilimari is Moby Lick. He is a uh, orca whale who was uh, transformed from his, their friend Jet, whose catchphrase yeah. was "Got a jet." Um, and so I was. Finally, like, was, we got some racial diversity in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Is it interesting that they made the black guy turn into the black whale? I don't know, because there, it's not like there's that many you know choices left. Um, I mean, it's no more weird than the black guy the black guy in Power Rangers being the Black Ranger. Or the that's, eight, not, yeah. that's not weird. I'd say it's appropriate. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? Yep. I mean, the white guy um, was the Red Ranger. So, I mean, that's like, you know, Asian girl was Yellow Ranger. I mean, come on. I mean, it's all it's all fine and good. It's all good. Not all racism oh. is bad. It's, that's true. I mean, <laughs> you can't be really racist if you just kind of hate everyone equally. Exactly. That's, yep, that's right? been my we, motto. We, we, we spared no expense to make fun of every single race. Yeah. Equal. Especially if it's Chinese, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Chinese. You guys don't. You guys don't spare any expense. I, I would really wish you guys wouldn't spend so much money on all the <laughs> Chinese jokes. But all right. Um. So, what were your guys' thoughts on this episode? I'll, I'll start with Ben. Uh, did the animation change again or something? It seemed like kind of different again. I, I don't know. Was... It seemed a little less choppy to me, but um, I was I was trying to half. I was like half watching it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh... Why, why did they call him Moby Lick? Moby, whoa, whoa. Because Moby Dick is a famous whale, and he uses his tongue I lit- to grasp I thought they things. were going to call him Moby Dick. I I was so close. Because his... <laughs> <laughs> With an appropriate name, diff- I'm calling a... you Moby Dick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'd be for a completely different reason. Um, I... <laughs> I thought I heard one of the uh, lesser villains refer to him as Lickster at some point. Yeah, I mean, I think it was like at the same like scene afterwards where uh, Ripster shows up and says, "Ah, oh, fantastic Finmeister," fin- like something. <laughs> and then the next thing after that, it was like, "Hey, Lickster," and I'm like, "What the heck was that?" What? Yeah, I don't know. I, I was confused because like, no, you just called him Moby Lick. Now you're calling him Lickster. I think it's a nickname, right? The Ripmeister or Slamu instead of the Big Slamu, right? That's his formal name, Mister Big Slamu. I was con- a little bit confused because I thought we already had a whale, sh- uh, whale shark character, but I guess, I guess Big Slamu is actually a whale shark. There it are, is a whale shark. There are things yep. called whale sharks that I was not aware of. Correct, and uh, well, I mean, if it wasn't for street sharks, would you know this many things about sharks? Like they can't stop moving, uh, they'll die. I think I remember hearing that before. I just forgot and thought it was a silly thing for him to say. <laughs> I can't stop moving. It's not only entertaining; it's educational. Yeah, whale sharks are a thing. Uh, yeah. I don't. I still. Uh, I'm assuming Ripster is just a great white, mm-hmm. and Jack right. is a hammerhead. Are there different kinds of hammerheads though? Uh, ones that, no, I think there's, yeah, maybe. That'd be funny if one of them turned out to be a nurse shark. A nurse shark? Uh-huh. What the hell's a nurse shark? You've never heard of a nurse shark? Are those the ones that, are those the ones that, like, eat off the big shark? And they, like... Uh, those are more, those are mores, oh. I think. Uh, lamprey, sorry. Lamprey. Oh. Um, what nurse about sharks? tiger shark? That's a cool that name. That would be Streaks. Streaks is a streaks tiger, is a tiger shark? shark. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah huh? That's See, he has the, the, learn, the learning stripes. something every day. That's right. That's where I learned all my shark facts. Is that all <laughs> sharks can dive into asphalt? They yeah. like eating metal. So I don't know. Understand why people are complaining that you know we throw all this trash in the ocean. All the sharks are just going to eat all. Yeah, of it. it's like feeding them. Yeah. If anything, they mutate and then they can walk on land. 
Yeah. I the, the the crazy thing is they've never mentioned the fact that they they are thirsty. They never drink anything in any other episode. And in this episode, they're struggling because it's hot. And then they're now they need water. I guess. Yeah. They go in the entire episode without drinking any water whatsoever, and now they make mention of it. This is gonna be. This is gonna sound like a silly question, and I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, do I don't o- think there's a silly question. Do ocean creatures have a mechanism for drinking water, or do they just have it? Have, have what? I don't think they get thirsty. They just get dry. But like, does it just like? absorb into their body and they just don't need it or do they actually like have to take sips oh here's your answer they don't ever get thirsty marine fish are what's called hypertonic to the seawater so essentially they lose water through their gills to the seawater so really they're never going to get thirsty because they're going to drink tiny amounts of seawater when they need it and keep themselves topped up so they do drink i guess so so i guess it wasn't such a silly question after all you know what that was a great question today Stuart. yeah extra 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 jawsome for you <laughs> why, ben, are we why can't you be God more damn. like Stu? <laughs> why are we learning <laughs> i'm not in school anymore yeah what the hey, fuck is um, this okay so all right so one thing is they they brought the coat back again dr paradigm yet again brought the coat and then <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out which Marvel character he reminds me of with that purple cape and then like the the helmet, but it's Mysterio? like Magneto. Like, huh? Magneto. No, no, no. Oh. It's the other one, the one that Ben's saying. Mysterio? Yeah. Uh, from Spider-Man Far From Home? Yeah. Or just Spider-Man in general? Oh, yeah, that's the one. Mysterio. The one I haven't seen. I didn't see Far From Home yet. Oh, wow. Well, I'm sorry. Um, and then I realized the uh, the dad or the shadow of the dad that we saw in the previous episode. Do you guys remember the little mermaid and the little eel things that she turned all those people into? Flotsam and Jetsam. What? Flotsam and Jet? Isn't it? Fl- yeah, or Flotsam, Flotsam and Jetsam. Right, the eels. Right. How do you uh, how do you remember no, that? No 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 no. Oh, no, so it's actually eels, from the... Kingdom Hearts. In, oh, when you go down to okay. Atlantis, I, you, know, you I, actually kind of that's, that's not worse. That, I realized it, it would have it would have so after it would have been completely fine if it wasn't from Kingdom's Hearts. If it was from, uh, you watching The Little Mermaid as a kid, that was excusable. Wait, mean excuse? But now that it's Kingdom Hearts, it's different. I'm not asking for an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your permission. <laughs> Actually, Flotsam and Jetsam are actually useless discarded objects. I think that's the point of their characters. I I see. And like wreckage cargo that like floats on the whatever. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm talking about the uh, the little things after she after Ursula zaps their like strength or power or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? What happens to Keen Triton at the very end? I don't remember. When he gives up his life. I don't remember any of this happening in. Uh, I'll send you, I'll send epi- you guys a picture in episode five of Street Sharks. Yeah, and I don't remember this in the first or second Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Triton. Let's see, Keen Triton turns into. Where's the thing? Welcome to our movie review of the week for Little Mermaid one. <laughs> Slash Kingdom Hearts. I'll be covering the Kingdom Hearts section. Stu will be covering the, <laughs> the Little Mermaid section. So, Stu, what do you think of Little Mermaid? No one cares. Okay, let's go into Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> well, actually, for somebody who has never finished Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, can you let our uh, audience know what... Oh, here we go. Okay, are. so at the beginning, there were the five disciples of the Master and Master. So, each one representing a different faction of the Kingdom Hearts. All right, so moving on. This week's uh, box office run is uh, is brought to you by Charmin. Make sure you get some that's squeezably soft, even though there's no more toilet paper to be had. As as you're reading that, uh, the Charmin company is backing up trucks of toilet paper to our house. Woo! Wait, that that's how we're getting paid. Actually, yep. I think there was a a couple 
a coffee. There was a coffee shop I read on Twitter that was accepting toilet paper as payment. Wow. Yeah, that's how bad it's getting. But um, this week's box office rundown for the week at number one, as no surprise to anybody, is Onward with ten million, uh, ten point six million uh, sheets of toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> number two is Bloodshot uh, with nine point two million dollars. That is the Fast and Furious meets Triple X uh, movie where he has I can't tell. He's got something in his chest. Is, yeah, I don't know, so it's a chest movie. He, Next. Yeah, he's he's really <laughs> chest movie with uh, Vin Diesel, Fast uh, Furious, Next. unknown comic three, book number, hero. Next number number three. I still believe with uh, nine point one million. Um, pretty sure Starstruck Lovers. Something about a music. Something. Okay. Uh, number four, <laughs> The Invisible Man. Uh, with five point eight million. Uh, I. We saw that a couple weeks Woo! ago, so you gotta stop mentioning that, that movie so Woo! he stops doing that. Alright, number five is The Hunt. That was supposed to be the movie of this week, but unfortunately because all the theaters have been shut down, uh, we can't see that. So I'm assuming this has something to do with ketchup. Um Wow. <laughs> wow. Hunt's ketchup. Alright. Uh number six, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. <laughs> Blue Alien invades uh, Earth. Reviewed it before. Two point five million. Number seven, The Way Back. That's the Ben Affleck basketball movie. Two point three million. Uh, Call of the Wild. Harrison Ford and the Dog movie. At number eight, two point two million. Uh, Emma, not Emma Stone. Um, one point two million makes sense. Uh, Bad Boys for Life holding on to the bottom, the last spot in the top ten. With $1.1 million, uh, that movie requires no uh, synopsis, you should know. Um, I think the saddest part is, Stu, Impractical Jokers, the movie, is now out of the top ten. Oh, nuts. Um, we also saw My Hero Academia Fallout and also Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. They made $84 million. Is that mean anything to you guys is that counted as not a think, big flop i think that's still under their budget uh i mean even if it was over i, I don't know that doesn't seem like too high worldwide is one point one hundred and ninety nine million. does that count uh, i'm not sure uh do you guys know how much jumanji the next level made worldwide <laughs> i'm gonna go with an ass ton? 400. 500. Uh, no, worldwide, not not U.S. 600. Eight, 800. That's close. 900? 700, 795 million. Jesus. Domestic was 316. That is number 13 on this list. And I think this one has it's almost ready to be released on, on video, right? <laughs> on DVD or... DVD? Or DVD. Or VCD. Or Blu-ray? Or HD DVD? <laughs> or VHS? Or, or Betamax? Or Laserdisc? <laughs> Dang. Remember when movies were on Laserdisc? It took four discs to be able to get through a movie. Wow. Someone someone grew up with a silver Laserdisc in their mouth. That's right. We never used it. <laughs> We have two movies on it. I think one of them was Heat and the other one was Ronin. Wow. Did Joe the... did Joe pick those out for you? Why? Does he love those two movies? Well, I know he loves Ronin. Or he keeps wanting to watch Ronin. So. Ronin's a good movie. I've it just is. never understood it. But, um, hey, maybe if uh, maybe we might be able to get uh, Joe on the show. Yeah. We can talk about Ronin. Um, so, right now, because movie theaters are closed down, that pretty much will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try some different things, some experimental stuff. So... If you guys are interested in possibly joining the podcast, make sure to uh, donate directly to uh, Stu's <laughs> big account. David's wallet. <laughs> oh, I wanted to be nice and give oh, it to YouTube, but okay. I'll take it. So uh, hit me up on uh, Patreon yeah. slash Dos and a Half Cinco's. That'll go directly to my bank account. <laughs> so, um, guys, Wait. thoughts, questions, concerns about this week's box office rundown? Did, any, did anything even come out this past week? Yeah, Bloodshot, I believe I still believe in the hunt. Oh, right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, so in LA we're hit pretty hard about this uh this movie thing. So, yeah. but overall, I think this week, this past weekend, I think was the lowest 
um, lowest box office ever. Mm-hmm. I think it was like something like sub thirty million or something like that, or something like that. Uh, I remember reading it somewhere, but yeah, it's definitely not looking good uh, for the movie business, and that's the reason why we had uh, Quiet Place Two got pushed, and then Fast and Furious Nine or Ten, right? Because Bloodshot's number nine. Um, yeah, these got pushed back quite significantly, so we don't know when those are going to get released. Yeah, pretty much every future release at this point has been pushed back. Every uh, immediate future release. Um, so, you know, Ben, I know that you're pretty much on the topic for this, but how close do you think we are to maybe having some of these premium uh, video-on-demand uh, be a possibility for the future? Oh, pretty pretty damn close. I mean, what is it? CBS Universal has already been touting that you know, within the past few days, um, most major movie theaters have closed completely at this point. So it's only a matter of time before everyone just starts buckling down and just doing that instead of just pushing back releases. Because you can only push back releases so far before they start overlapping with other other properties that the movie theaters might have, or not movie theaters, but production companies might have, you know. They don't want to double up on the same month or the same time frame, you know. Otherwise, they're going to have to push those yeah. back, and it's just an endless wave of just pushing stuff back. <laughs> so I, I think this would be a perfect time to start, you know, investing in streaming or you know just home entertainment. I, just like uh, if you have Disney Plus, for example, then you would just you know rent the newest Disney movie for I don't know twenty five dollars for you know three days or something like that yeah because it's not only the matter of you know uh, waiting until domestic is okay to start showing these movies but everyone also has to try to figure out when they're going to show it in china everyone wants to show it in china that's what everyone really wants and we 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 have a lot of movies coming up that are kind of aiming like specifically for that demographic bloodshot yeah bloodshot (laughs) starring chinese vin diesel yep in fact is that vin diesel where he's just holding his uh pulling his eyes back so from my understanding (laughs) wait body look like vin diesel but face look like jackie chan i i want to i want to hear vin diesel try to do a chinese accent i'm trying to picture it in my head okay david put on a really really deep voice and let's hear it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am a bloodshot you you're not it's not you get that, you're not that, playing that, a I know, samurai <laughs> I can stop thinking. I was just doing a, a version of Joe Coy as a Korean guy. Wow! He, all he says is, "You just have to sound like you just smoked like four packs of cigar, uh, cigarettes." <laughs> oh! <laughs> I can't do this. Well, it was worth a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um. But yeah. So, but you know, as a as a person who works in you know software and design stuff like that and i Stu, you can cue in since you were a uh, computer science major as well um how quickly can we get something like that rolling so that way it scales to this many people who are staying at home oh i mean pretty quickly i mean we already have the infrastructure in place we have def- we have like all the avenues that you can think of we have netflix i mean every uh movie distribution everyone's got center it has some way to get that out there it's just the matter of money you know how do they want to do it like, uh, who's going to strike the best deal, the best bang for their buck? And I feel like a lot of people are definitely going to be hesitant on that because, well, I mean, it, it's something so foreign. And right now it has a stigma of almost all failure films will go to Netflix or something at this point. You know, the movies that no distributor wants to pick up, Netflix will what? get the scraps. No, Abomination was great. What are you talking about? Just so any anyway. Nick Cage movies on Netflix. You know. What? Oh, I'm sorry, Annihilation. Oh man, when you said Nick Cage, I thought you were going to say Nick Cannon for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all the Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon films. <laughs> Look at how bad. Got a doing. Jet. <laughs> oh man, if there's a Street Sharks movie, I know who I'm casting is Jet. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Ben Diesel. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> because didn't he? Uh, did you guys see the uh, the movie with? Oh, which one was it? The Rock and Kevin Hart in it. That's like uh, every movie they do. No, 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 no. The one where he's a CIA agent. Oh, actually, that's all of them. <laughs> uh, but in his in that movie, his name is Jet. Oh, really? 
Kevin mm-hmm. Hart's character. Kevin Hart, yeah. yeah. Kevin Hart, uh, Jet. Well, apparently he's only five foot two. Uh, I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Yeah. Surprise it to me. <laughs> he's so tall. <laughs> he's so tall. So dreamy. Oh, uh, <laughs> central central intelligence. All right. Uh, yeah, Calvin. His his name in the movie is called is Calvin the Golden Jet Joiner. So I think he'd be perfect for the movie. And then, uh, ooh, all right. Since we're already on the topic, you would want for Jet, who would end, end up turning into, uh, um, God, they really wasted the name Slamu. They should have given it to the to the Orca, right? Because the yeah. Orca's name is Shamu. Yep. Right. They messed that. Yeah, that's up. a that's a missed opportunity. So, um, you said Nick Cannon would play Jet, who turns no, into no, no. Moby Lick. No, we we I think we decided on Kevin Hart. Ah, okay, all right. Um, who would Ben? Who would you pick for Jab? Which one's Jab? Hammerhead. He's the Hammerhead. Oh. Hmm. Since you don't know, Stu. Oh, you go. Steve Buscemi. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> what about for you streets? Don't even, you don't even have to CGI him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how come I don't get a costume? How do you do, fellow sharks? <laughs> uh streaks uh, is that the rollerblade guy yeah that one i want to give to uh all right ben uh not ben uh Stu, go ahead Since uh, i know that he's your favorite no jab was my favorite was he really yeah oh but oh. too bad yours is steve buscemi okay um so streaks <laughs> mm-hmm uh uh i don't know uh i would pick ryan reynolds I was thinking, I was going to say, I was trying to think who does like, who's done like extreme sports movies. And I can't think of anyone. The guy from Tony Brink. Hawk, The Rock. T- Tony Hawk. <laughs> Pro skater. Uh, are, we, are we decided that The Rock is going to be in this movie to some degree? Uh, he can be Dr. Paradigm. Because we already Paranoid. have Kevin Hart, so. Dr. Paranoid. Wouldn't that be Vin Diesel? Oh, dude, we have to, we would have to put them in the same movie together. So he would be Ripster. Vin Diesel or no, would be Ripster? no, oh, uh, no, uh, The Rock would be uh, Big Slamu, okay, right? Because he starts as a football player and then he slams the ground. Yeah, that would work. Okay. So then Vin Diesel would be Doctor Paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so all we have left is what uh. Ripster and uh, Streaks. Yeah, Streaks. Uh, I don't know. Shit. Are, are we going to get John Cena in here? Or we're just going to have a WWE uh, movie? This is going to be a WWE movie, right? Studios? Cena. Cena. I think Cena could be uh, could be uh, Ripster. That should be no problem. Yeah, that would work. Ripster. Yeah. We need a slightly, so slightly um, less in stature for Streaks, though. Cause he's like the he's like the agile like fast one. So, uh, Rob Schneider, <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> uh, okay, as a teenager, we'll just put like some hair on him, put a, put a wig on him. Uh, who would play Streaks? That one's it's gonna be kind of troublesome. Zac Efron. I'm just thinking of movies that The Rock was in. <laughs> Wait, uh, Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black would get to play one of... Would he be Slobster? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Or maybe he'd be a good... He'd be a good... Uh, Patton Oswalt Paranoid. would be Slob- oh, Slobster. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I actually really do like that. Wait, who has who? Uh, Patton Oswalt as Slobster? <laughs> Patton Oswalt as Slobster? <laughs> So whoever's listening to Dos Nav Cinco's uh, podcast, we would like for you guys to create a direct-to-Netflix movie for Street Sharks. Yep. And we have gave you guys a star-studded cast. Yep, can't fail. Um, yep, cannot fail. Right, this will be better than Arctic Dogs. 100%. <laughs> and then uh, Guaranteed. Alec, yeah. Alec Baldwin will be the, uh, the dad. Oh, dude, this would, this would be killer. I would make. I think the three of us would make sure that we would see this a bunch of times <laughs> well, for the eighty fifth week in the row. <laughs> Street Shots is number one on Netflix. 
Um, but speaking of uh, direct to Netflix, um, you know, because people are stuck at home, we can just segue straight into our movie of the week this week. It is Contagion, um, which I think is appropriate based on, you know, the, the social climate that's happening right now. So, uh, Ben, do you have a synopsis for us? It's real life. <laughs> Turn on the news. Excellent. End of Thank synopsis. <laughs> just look out your window. Synopsis ended. All right, uh, Stu, thoughts on this movie? Uh, I mean, I'm sure we had all we've all seen this movie before, right? Before we decided to watch it this week, I was, I'd seen it before, but I didn't remember seeing oh. it until I saw Dimitri Martin. <laughs> oh, okay, then you're like, oh yeah, I, I, did I, see I know this. This, I, this may be a spoiler, but if you haven't seen it, yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry I spoiled it. But Dimitri yeah. Martin is in this movie, and so was his hazmat suit. <laughs> also, yes, he had several variations of his hazmat suit too. Uh, but like yeah, I mean, an orange one and a yellow yeah, one, a white no clipboard, one. no clipboard, nope. and no guitar. Nope. Which is um, you know, have to dock it for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's as far as like these those kinds of out the outbreak genre or you know the, I don't know what you call it the the disease vi- virus genre of movies, natural disaster. Natural, movies. sure. Yeah, um, I thought it was you know pretty good. Probably one of the better ones. Um, had a really good cast um, in it, pretty star-studded. An in, in, incredible cast. Yeah, and uh, all all the uh, parts played in played in pretty well. Um, so yeah, I liked. I, it was a good movie. I would give it uh, an eight out of ten. Okay, and whether you would have given it an eight out of ten the first time you saw it, or do you think based yeah, on I think, the fact that I it's think, applicable now, you're getting it a bump? No, I don't think I would give it a bump, but I would say that it was it's it's spooky how accurate stuff was depicted in a fictional context that we're kind of seeing play out in real life. Yeah, how quickly things can spread and stuff like that. Yeah, and then just people's reaction to it. Like people sure. going, turning into savages, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it hasn't gotten that bad, but I, I wouldn't imagine we're too far away from that. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so you gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, ben, what about you? This is, I think, the fifth time I watched the movie. And what the fuck? Yeah. Why did you watch it Is this so like much? your favorite movie? I, I really liked it when it first came out, all right? I mean, it's directed by Steven Soderbergh. I mean... Oh, I was about to say, dang it, I should have went first. <laughs> Steven Soderbergh is also known for Traffic, which won a uh, Oscar. I like that one, uh, too. Aaron Brockovich. So, I mean, this is... He, he tends to direct a lot of uh, gut-punching, very real... Uh, uh, David, you know, I want to hear what Ben has to say about it, though. Wait. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he directed Baron Brockovich? Really? That's what, it says. That's what it says. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. I only know him from fucking Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> On, and Ocean's Eight. No, he didn't do Ocean's Eight. He dumped it says fuck. Ocean's Eight. He's a producer. Great. That He's means a he producer. did it. Great. So he just took the credit for it and didn't do anything. Excellente. What does it mean to be a producer? Do you just like oh, put money out or something? He also, yeah. Well, I mean, he helped in like maybe producing the movie, so maybe part of like helping it edit the screenwriting and stuff. You can't answer my question with the thing I he said a, in the question. He a produce. That's why a producer credit. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I feel like uh, actually, also good. he also enjoys a lot of Steven Soderbergh movies like Magic Mike. All right, David, That's, shut up. Why did you watch I, it five I, times, Ben? because of steven soderbergh and i love magic mike (laughs) okay well Well, asked and answered i guess well okay so the first time i watched it it did make me feel very stressed i remember that and i just really liked it because of the way that it kind of played off of your paranoia in a sense it gave you all these different vantage points of like what was going on you know you've got matt damon's character which is supposed to kind of ground you to what was going on you know he's the everyday guy and a bunch of just shit just happens to him, you know, but it's not, you know, outside the realm of possibility. It's just a really bad day for this guy and the world kind of just collapses around him. And then you got everyone in like the CDC trying to, you know, guide the world towards you know, sanity, you know, trying to keep it from not like falling apart. And then you have characters like Jude Law, who is, you know, spreading misinformation and trying to profit off of this whole mess you know fake news yeah fake news literally so 
it, it was really stressful. And then, you know, on this rewatch, I just forgot how fucking stressful it was. And it kind of hits really <laughs> close. It's just like, oh, fuck, you know? Like, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, man, they did a really good job, like, kind of focusing on what they're touching and kind of lingering on it to make you feel really stressed out. And for some reason, watching it this time, it made me feel a billion times more stressed. I'm like, holy fuck, you know? Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, just wash your fucking hands, man. Just fucking get hand sanitizer. <laughs> you know? It, it, oh, man. It, it's definitely a very, uh, a very timely movie, I would say. And... It's kind of scary, but but it's also scary that this seems like a more optimistic uh, outcome for something like this. So but, I don't know. I think they lost something like twenty ah! million people. Well well, 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 we'll get to it in these spoilers. But yeah, I, I would say that it it's scary because this isn't. Uh, <laughs> it's not science fiction in the sense of oh man, they have like you know these these machines that could just heal you or something or you know this virus turns you into a zombie or anything it's just a very exaggerated you know very exaggerated symptoms of what the virus could do but the way that it travels the way that everyone deals with it is very realistic in that sense yeah especially since it's just man it's crazy i mean a lot of the things we haven't seen some of the stuff that i'm sure you could probably imagine uh, seeing you know in the movie kind of portraying out here people are still nice to each other out here but you, I mean you can only imagine when it like all, like complete panic just onsets and yeah. you know, kind of runs into that I think um, all it's going to take is for like a power outage or so, something else to go wrong and then that's that sh- total shit show is going to probably kick off yeah what they're out of toilet paper yeah like that yeah like that so yep, I think exactly. somebody got like somebody got beat up in Arkansas or something like that over a roll of toilet paper. Probably, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, but talk about a super star-studded cast. But then you know we didn't, uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's in this, Matt Damon, Lawrence Fishburne, Jude Law. I mean, I thought this know. movie was directed by uh, Christopher Nolan at one point because. Uh, the the Asian guy and uh, what's her name? Right, Marion Cotillard. Oh, and very what's his face? calculated. Yeah, I'm very good at calculation. Um, <laughs> and then he dies. And then, and then what was her? Uh, what was the this name of her? This is not the virus we need. We want. We uh, we wanted. This is the virus we needed. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That one. We deserved. Yeah, the lady yeah, from the one. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Marion Cotillard. Also, yeah, uh, the one uh, Monique. Marion Cotillard. Marion Cotillard. That one. Marion Cotillard. But yeah, so, okay. I had to stop me um, like, is this a Christopher Nolan movie? And then no, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, which platform did you guys watch it on? Hulu? I rented it on Amazon. Wow, okay. I have it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're like Ben and you've watched it the fifth, this is the fifth time, you better have owned it at this ben, point. Is one of those posters, those wall sized posters in your house um, of this movie, con- Contagion? <clears throat> so going into the spoilers, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, ben, what uh, rating? Uh, nine, nine and a half. Maybe. Wow. Okay. Yeah, hey man, they had a banging ass soundtrack. Let me tell you, I forgot how good the soundtrack was. I'm with uh, Ben on this. I, I give it a nine. Um, I just this is too real. Um, actually, the funny thing is, as soon as we had mentioned Contagion, it was funny because I saw a news article saying that Contagion is now the number two most streamed movie <laughs> outside of the uh, pandemic outbreak uh, documentary on Netflix. So. You know they're they're bringing this one back up, and they said it's eerie how close it is to what's happening right now in their, in our you know on our planet, you know with uh, you know quarantines and all that stuff. So um, before I start giving stuff more stuff away, <laughs> uh, we'll jump straight into the uh, spoiler zone. Make sure to uh, put on your hazmat suits, guys. Yep, hang on, uh, I gotta go into the uh, the the chamber that blows all the air on you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the negative pressure room. Yeah. Is my suit all puffy? Do I look like Dimitri Martin? <laughs> yeah, you look you look good, Ben. Oh, good. It looks good on you. So, all right, now we're in the uh, spoiler zone. All right, guys, uh, Stu, thoughts? Spoilery thoughts? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought when I first, I remembered, or I, I don't know, maybe I made this memory up. When I was watching it, I thought something happened to Jude Law's character at the end where, like, after he, he got out that, yeah that like he caught it or someone gave it to him and then he died like i thought that's what happened but i i guess i maybe i, I wanted that to happen and it didn't 
I remember seeing. I remember like thinking, I was like, man, how come I've never seen this movie before? And I saw Dimitri Martin, and I remember, oh shoot, I remember exactly when I saw this movie. I kept laughing. I was like, when is he gonna bring out the guitar? When is yeah. he gonna bring out the guitar? And he never brings out the guitar. But for some reason, I had a similar thing happen to me. I as I was watching it, I was waiting for the moment where Dimitri Martin's character like gets caught or something like that and it rips his suit and then he dies. <laughs> but I that never happened. I was like, what movie did I watch that I thought that oh, happened? That's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. is he in that one too? No, but that no. that does happen. That's what happened. Someone's wearing a hazmat suit and then it tears and then he dies. Wait, uh, isn't that also from The Rock? Mm, Wait, which one? Like I don't think a suit. T- no, the the one no, with Nick Cage. Oh. Nick Cage. What are they? No, I think I don't think anyone's suit ripped. I think they got intentionally exposed by the bad guy. Well, I don't want to spoil the Rock. We can do that some other time. But no, we're inside the spoiler zone. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, okay. Um, I think one reason though, I I think the main reason why I didn't give it a nine is because I feel like as good as the cast was, I think it did the movie a disservice casting Dimitri Martin in it because. <laughs> To me, it was just, I, it took it completely undercut like the the tone the whole tone of the movie by seeing his stupid face in it and a stupid hazmat like you know he, you know in his head he's like this is gonna this is gonna be the most meta joke like ever like here's a serious movie about you know disease wiping out you know millions of people and I'm gonna be looking in a, I'm gonna be there in a goofy uh, hazmat suit and that's all people can think about. Yep, and he's. And pretty much you guys have, like, uh, I feel like he got steamrolled over, like, his most serious role. He tried to make that, like, that jump. Yeah. Kind of like the same way that Jim Carrey did. Yeah, and you need to ease Adam into Sandler. that role. You can't just jump into it. I think that was as eased in as you could possibly be eased into. He only had maybe five minutes of screen time. No, but I don't think, I'm not saying, like, he was he was bad in it, but just knowing that, just, you know, outside of the movie, what he normally does... It was too distracting uh, for me. For me, because <laughs> if it was, it would have been a little bit better if he had, uh, you know, made a joke while he was in there. Because he saw like the, uh, the the virus was mutating, and all of a sudden he pulls out a out a paper, like the yeah. giant pad, and then starts maybe writing he, on it. Maybe he pulls out a guitar that's also in a hazmat suit. I don't know. They could have done something with it, but I don't know. It, I think that's the main reason why I didn't give it a nine is because he. He was just too distracting to me. <laughs> he wasn't even in that big of a role in the movie. And it, yeah, that, but it he, just seeing his off. silly face. Because, you know, come on. He's got that silly, like, bowl cut yeah. hair and everything. No, come yeah, on. Right. <laughs> yeah, just the, the way his, his body is. It's just it's, it's hard to ignore. Right. So, Dimitri Martin, you stain this movie. Not from, by your performance, just by physically appearing in it. Yeah, your <laughs> presence, your pure presence. Um, Ben, what about you? Uh, I don't know. It was kind of hard to watch for me sometimes. Uh, just knowing everything that's gonna happen. It's uh, like what? What's her face? Uh, the girl from Titanic. What, what's her name? Uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, Kate Winslet. Or oh, Winslet. Yeah, that's right. Not Blanchett. Yeah. Who the hell's that? Yeah, Kate Winslet. Her character, right? Um. Or, am I thinking the right cover? I thought, yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the one. She's the one who got sent up to Minnesota and then yeah, she gives away the the jacket and then dies. Yeah. Oh man, that was that's just hard to watch because you know watching her and do it, watching everything she does, it's it's really obvious. You know, she's there to you know for the betterment of everyone. You know, and she ultimately sacrifices herself. And even when she knows that you know she's fucked, you know, she's still working. Like as soon as she finds out, fuck, you know, I have it. She immediately calls the hotel staff and says, get me everyone's number. I need to, you know, make these reports and everything. And she just keeps going and she just goes down swinging. And fuck, and her talking to Lawrence Fishburne and him trying to convince her that, hey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And he hangs up and he's just sitting there all alone and he knows that she's fucked. It's just like, oh my God. Like, that it's, it's that whole feeling throughout the whole movie, you know, it, like from character to character, just a shitty thing one after another like whether it be from this virus or just a shitty situation or desperation or something it's um it, it's, it's heartbreaking not, yeah it, it, it's not a good feeling to have but it, it just seems so realistic you know and uh, i think the character that we're supposed to 
to relate to the most would be Matt Damon's character, just because he's the everyday guy, you know, he, he doesn't have, like, a special CDC job, you know, he's not a researcher or anything, he's just a guy caught up in everything and has to deal with I, the fallout or everything, right? Uh, sorry, what are you saying? Yeah, I thought I was going to mention, kind of on a lighter note, because um, there are a lot of powerful scenes in this yeah. movie, like you just mentioned. I thought it, I noticed in the beginning, like opening dialogue, some of the opening dialogue with Matt Damon, he was almost, like you said, he's like just like the average everyday man. But from what the dialogue sounded like, he almost sounded like someone like Jerry from Rick and Morty, where he didn't have a job. Like he was trying to find a job. <laughs> he said something about an interview being postponed or something. <laughs> so I don't, it's like, man, this poor guy is just like getting shit on like down on his from luck. every direction yeah it's like yeah i'm gonna get this interview oh my wife died oh she is cheating on me too okay yeah. oh my son's dead oh. <laughs> yeah. hey i got a promotion because i i pitched got apples <laughs> oh wait no i didn't <laughs> the milk people the public people don't have a monopoly on on, on intrinsic questions but yeah, I mean, oh, what was that after that? He, he, they couldn't even get a funeral because they didn't want to get yeah. the body. It's just like, oh my god, dude, get this dude just a break. One thing after another, just watching him getting denied, it was probably the toughest thing because I think that would be the most relatable experience for the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, like, there's probably a whole bunch of things that would happen to us, like, in this situation, right? Like, we're, we're not really even thinking about it. We're just kind of going on with life and we're just hoping that tomorrow everything's going to be the same but who knows maybe tomorrow we do get a citywide lockdown you know or a quarantine and we can't leave and guess what hey we didn't you know pack enough food guess what we're fucked or something and maybe there is going to be you know some sort of nationwide panic on you know getting all these medical supplies guess what there's going to be riots hey do you have any weapons no better break into the neighbor's house and steal his gun you know <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I think we should be safe. Stu, we can come stay with you, right, yeah. if that were to happen? Uh, yeah, if you bring uh, food and toilet paper, uh, I'll let you in. Okay, I'll bring Popeyes. Okay, good. Okay, what are you bringing, David? David? Toilet paper. Toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> that, that gets used after the Popeyes. Uh, <laughs> extra spicy. Actually, if you'd... <laughs> I heard if you don't have a face mask, you can just take all the excess toilet paper you have from buying the 16 packets that you had at Costco. And you just wrap your head around like a mummy, yeah. and that'll protect you. Wow. So do you, you do you guys remember when we went to go to the um, the El Camino premiere? Yeah. And yes. that I bought that full face respirator suit. Uh -huh. uh, for as a, as part of the costume. Yeah. And then uh -huh. afterwards, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this now? <laughs> now you know exactly what to do with it. <laughs> it. Looks like someone's got a full face respirator. <laughs> the the respirator didn't... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I need to do the Arnold. My the respirator <laughs> did nothing. <laughs> wow. My lungs. <laughs> they do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they do nothing. <laughs> That's better. I'll, I'll, I'll let Ben have that one. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, guys, any other uh, final thoughts about Contagion? Um, no, I think um, one of my favorite moments in the movie, just to touch on like something that Ben was talking about, was like Kate Winslet's like whole kind of arc, like almost like the, the tragic, like almost like hero, I guess. That's like a tragic hero arc, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, martyr, um, if anything. Yeah. Um, but I also liked um, uh, Morpheus's, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's. <laughs> Morpheus's. <laughs> Uh, when Morpheus gave the kid uh, his vaccine, Damn, yeah. yeah, like the the kid of uh, the the, uh, he wasn't a janitor. His jacket said yeah. Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, he was the janitor. Really? Because his jacket said Goodwill. But or whatever. Custodian. He gave. Whatever, yeah. Or yeah. His yeah. That was I like that scene. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like I liked his whole kind of arc too, where it's like he he broke the protocol to save someone he cared about. And then his like, fiance. yeah. And then his, then, you know, he, you know, ba he basically got found out and, you know, he's going to live with the consequences and that he doesn't care as long as like the people he cared about were taken care of. How, so did, was... how did, how did, uh, Jude Law's character find out about that email in the first place? And it wasn't an email. It was over the phone. Well, I, I think he, you know, he's just one of those guys that specializes mm -hmm. in 
you know, just tabloid news and just picking up on like little yeah. bits of pieces of information and just capitalizing, oh, and blowing on. it up. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. capitalized off yeah. of that like bus story. You know, it was just like a random piece yeah. of news, and he thought, hey, this could be useful or interesting, and he just oh, yeah. capitalized off and of that it. fake herbal medicine sh- yeah. shtick. Yeah, forsythia. Yeah. Mm. Forsythia. Yeah, I think he might. Maybe he could have found out when uh, his. Uh, fiance spilled the beans to her friend yeah. over the phone. Ah, that probably would have been it. Maybe and then from she there, sent out an email yeah. saying, "I heard from so and so." Maybe it's it came from there, but at back any rate, then, was was uh, email really that cool back then that we would send emails to each other? Uh, back then, it was Facebook. I think it was on social media. He said, "Right?" Yeah, it yeah, on, like, it was Facebook. on some form of social media. He said that, yeah. that it was posted before the d- declaration, so that's how yeah. he probably found yeah. out. Oh well, yeah, I, f- I forgot Brian Cranston was in it. I know, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Do you think he? Uh, well, last question. Do you guys think that he did that to give to the janitor's kid because he felt guilty because he got caught by the janitor saying, "Hey, you know, we also have people we care about too." I, yeah. I, uh, I think it's just generally that he's a good person, right? Yeah. That, I think okay. it. I think it maybe might have nudged him in that direction. Like he might have already been thinking that because, like, it seemed like from the beginning, like our first scene with his character you get the sense that like him and the, uh, the yeah the, the custodian or whatever are like on a on good they have a good relationship they maybe he even knows um you know his family so yeah i can see that you know being more the influence rather than him being found out yeah okay all right well uh that'll pretty much do it for this week's episode and uh and you know this uh, spoiler zone for contagion uh, guys, what movie are we going to be uh, reviewing next week since we're pretty much going to have to be Couch Warriors for the next uh, three weeks or foreseeable future? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Do we do we want to keep it uh, virus-related, or should we branch out into just other stuff? I, uh, I would like to branch out just so we don't get too... <laughs> Too depressed. Too grim? Yeah, too grim. Right. Uh, yeah, so uh, I heard Scott Pilgrim. Twenty eight. Eh? What about like eh? twenty eight days later? That's not. <laughs> that's like a fictional one. Well, I mean, it's uh, fictional. or Zombieland, or uh, I Am Legend, or oh, uh, or should no, we go it. the complete other direction and only review uh, Frozen light, Two, light fluffy movies that uh, gets everyone's minds off <laughs> off of the craziness? Zootopia. We'll just do. We'll do one disease movie and then another. Well, one that's completely off of it and then we'll do a disease movie and we'll just keep <laughs> okay we'll just keep this roller coaster going the roller coaster of emotion all right uh, i'm in a glass case of emotion <laughs> uh, i really have no idea stop i since i was the one who put up contagion i'll leave it up to the two of you guys Scott Pope. Stu, i don't know if i want to watch that though <laughs> wow I'm, okay, I'm well, not a big fan. Something. I'm not a big fan of what's his name. Is it Michael? Is it Michael Sarah. Yeah. Just like that, his whole like, like his whole like he plays the same character in every movie. I feel like. <laughs> Wait, what's that? What, what kind of character is that? I don't know. He plays himself. <laughs> he played himself. Dang. He played, played with himself. You played yourself. Wipe yourself off. You played yourself. Uh, um, let me do a quick uh, browse of Netflix. Oh, what do you uh, know? Scott Pilgrim's on there. Wow, wow. I don't know. I'd I'd rather try to find something we all haven't seen or maybe haven't seen in a long time. Uh, all of The Office. Okay. Well, there's a new movie called Spencer Confidential. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Yeah. Would it? What about like uh, if we want to like do a complete pivot on the on the movie genre? What about like uh, something? Well, we all we saw that recently. I was gonna say one of the Naked Gun movies. Space Jam. Space Jam on, on Netflix. Netflix. Let's do that. Space Jam. Since the NBA season has been canceled so far. Yeah, it's oh. the closest thing we can get. Space Jam. I guess. <laughs> begrudgingly he got, out, he, he got out you, are you are you really gonna make me watch scott pilgrim yeah one day but not wait. this day wait uh wait was it step brothers no the other guys 
I just Which watched. one was the movie? Did you see both of those? Yeah. Semi Pro. That's another uh... basketball movie. Oh, wait. How about High Flying Bird? What's that? I haven't seen it, but it is directed by Steven Soderbergh, and it is about NBA. Oh, is that about Larry Bird? Uh, no, it's... Oh, that was that, that's that one movie. I think I saw a preview for yeah. that a long time ago. I never saw it. I just know it's a basketball drama, and it's about... It's, it is something about the NBA. Yeah. But, but I think if we want to pivot, we don't want a drama. All right. When the NBA lockout sidelines his big rookie client, an agent hatches a bold plan to save their careers and disrupt the league's power structure. Hmm. Ben, are you are you really gonna pout if we don't do Scott Pilgrim? I'll pout until we watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that gives me no incentive to uh, to to watch it this week. All right. If if you're just gonna be always pouting. You would right think up. that would give me incentive, but it doesn't. I'm, I was fine with all three of them. Or maybe we just watch The Foreigner. That's also on Netflix. Man, watching old-ass Jackie Chan. I would rather watch young-ass Jackie but, Chan. But he also fighting an old-ass uh, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> but it's depressing, because I want to see Jackie Chan do Jackie Chan shit. Fucking... Wait, have, we, have we decided... Uh, I really don't want to watch Scott Pilgrim, but I also don't want Ben to pout the whole time. I am pouting. You know what? Fuck Ben. We're watching Space Jam. Fuck it. Space Jam it is. And then <laughs> next week we'll do a spot Scott Pilgrim. Fine. <laughs> Excellent. Hopefully right. the world comes to an end before this all spirals Scott out of control. Pilgrim before against then. the world. Uh, so we will be picking movies in the next couple of weeks uh, that are related to our situation. So Contagion was this week. Next week, because the NBA season has been uh, suspended, we'll be watching Space Jam. And probably the following week after that, because the world is going in chaos, it'll be Scott Pilgrim against the world. So, um, as always, this has been another episode of Dos Navasinkos. I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Don't forget to wash your hands. Don't sneeze on people. Uh, And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.